Welcome to Not Meddling, Just Mothering. Today we are so excited because we have a special guest. We hope you enjoy. Take a listen. Hey, Missy, how's it going today? Ooh, doing good. Just running around, trying to make sure I had a podcast room to do this in. So a little bit of running around, but doing great. (laughs) That's good. How about we just go ahead and start with our wins? Do you have any wins? I would say my win is that the last time I had my grandchildren visiting, uh, I know this sounds like bribery, so nobody judge me. (laughs) We all have to, we have to raise our own babies the best way we can. But one just turned five Monday, and then the other one is seven and a half, and the other one is nine. And they have become a little bit money motivated, meaning they go to the store, their parents say, no, I'm not buying that for you. And they say, well, I need money. And then we all say, okay, what will you do to earn it? So my parents gave them money Mm -hmm. for learning the 10 commandments. And then I taught them for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But it was awesome because the five-year-old learned it first before the other two and then the other two got jealous and worked really hard and so yes they all got ten dollars each i am <laughs> not ashamed <laughs> i will i will do what it takes to get the word of god yeah. and my grandkids so that is my win this week that is awesome yeah so my win for this week is that my eldest son who just graduated with his master's degree is now in colorado so woohoo for that. <laughs> now, do you have uh, a struggle you want to share that people can pray for you about? Sure. Sometimes our struggle is our kids. We're like, oh, my adult child did this and my adult child has this challenge. But this week, my struggle is not meddling. <laughs> just, just like the podcast says, <laughs> because... <laughs> On Sunday, I called one of my kids. I'm like, did you go to church today? He's like, no, because mom, I'm sick or whatever. Yeah. And I can't get up. I wasn't. I'm like, okay, well, why don't you start going to church on Saturdays? And so isn't that a great idea? And then let me give you some other great ideas about this and that. And he was like, thank you for calling me with great ideas. You said you had some. I didn't ask you for any. (laughs) So... So there I was meddling <laughs> at, at his, I mean, I almost got an Olympic medal for the kind of meddling I did on Sunday. So middle child. Yeah. Sorry. Oh gosh. Sorry. I know you listen to this. I'm making a public apology here <laughs> in front of Jesus and everybody. <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. So, okay. Well, my struggle isn't that. This week, of course, I have that struggle often, but this week, that's not my struggle. Our struggle is that we are now looking for a house because two of our kids are moving back. So um, the empty nest is going to be a little bit crowded for a little while, which is fine with me. (laughs) So uh, if everybody out there can just pray for us to get a house, because we're competing with a lot of students that are coming in for the the new school year here at CSU. So we just need some favor and to be able to get our application in before the other people do. So that's my struggle this week. Not too big, not too big of a struggle, but it's still a struggle. Anyway, okay, so right now, 
We have a very special guest that I met recently, and I'm excited to share this with all our listeners. She is an author of children's book series, and we would like to welcome today Jessica Hernandez, the author of Will You Take Me? Jessica, welcome. How are you today? I'm great. I'm excited to be here. It's been a blessing to just to get to know you guys. I love this topic because I feel I'm in the same boat as you guys. So I am a mother and, well, I'm a mother of three adult children. So if you actually look at my cover, you'll see three small children on the cover, yet they are not children anymore. (laughs) Mine are not so little anymore. I have a 24-year-old son and I have a 23-year-old daughter and a 20-year-old daughter as well. So I, I'm right where you're at. So at the okay, moment, wait, Jessica, I have yes. to stop you and see if you're in our club. Do you sometimes meddle? I actually, you know what? Maybe I need to do some more meddling because I, I really, <laughs> let me explain a little bit. What's very interesting is because I, I've experienced my, like the adulting period. And I was talking to Missy a while ago that At one point, I was an empty nester. However, they came right back again. (laughs) That's called a boomerang. (laughs) And I am an introvert. So, and I've really have like really like gotten to, I got to know myself and figure myself out, my personality wise, where I feel like introverted parenting, it's a thing. I strongly believe it's the thing. So it takes me a while to process Mm. my thoughts so I can carry it on to my children. So it, it takes me a while to meddle. They'll get it eventually. <laughs> it's very interesting yeah. just the way I try to like instill, I guess, my parenting voice, my motherly advices that I can get carry on yeah. to my children. But one thing I can definitely say is when I don't meddle, I give it to God. I have learned. Yeah, that's good. I've learned. <laughs> so much just to give it to God. And it's like, Lord, I'm not going to meddle, but I need you to meddle right now. <laughs> that's good. Yes, that's, that's right. Right now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them, but Holy yeah. Spirit, please tug at their hearts right at this very moment. <laughs> that's my type of meddle. Yes, that's so good. It's have God meddle for us. Yeah, that's a good one. That's really well, like I, that. That's I wish I, that I was there, but I meddle to the point I have meddled. I'm I'm healing. I'm I'm learning. But they're like, uh, I'm so far up their business, they think that that they're a hand puppet. I'm like, I'm up here, I'm up here. I'm... <laughs> and they're like, No, <laughs> mom, get out of there. You don't have any business in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, let me tell you, I have to say this, Sasha. I know we're we're on a time squeeze, but the other day I dropped off the grandchildren. Their father was coming to meet me, just the father, not the mother. And I said, hey, where's your favorite girl? And he said, you know what, mom? We had a fight and I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, so, but but I know. So, <laughs> so, so that's, you know, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like, but I do, I do respect boundaries, but every once in a while I'm like, how can I just bless my kids with, Everything I've ever thought of in my whole life. <laughs> and how can right. I benefit? Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because that's what 
God doesn't allow us to do that because then we would spoil them, right? Yes. <laughs> but it's good. So anyway, Jessica, I know that you have, like you said, three adult children. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. So I am a pastor's daughter. And right at, currently, I'm the Christian educator at our church. So I do a lot regarding <clears throat> children, like children's ministry. I was tell, I was mm -hmm. talking about it a while ago, but currently I, I am a teacher, but I taught second grade for eight years. This year, I'll be moving to middle school, and I just believe that's just where the Lord was leading me towards. Right now, at this point in my life, I'm just learning to be obedient obedient to where God is leading me. And that's where I'm at at this moment. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting because just to explain a little bit, I became a children's book author because I believe that the Lord gave me the desires of my heart. I believe right now that I've really thought about where my life has taken me. I became an educator, a teacher, because, you know, the word of God says to like yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. I felt like man, the Lord did give me the desires of my heart. He allowed me to become a teacher because that was something that I, I always wanted to do. I remember a conversation I had the Lord and I, and I can share it in just a moment where I, I told the Lord, I was like, Lord, I would love to be a, a children's book author. And he gave me again, the desires of my heart. But now I'm at the point of my life and I've just been my prayer, my walk with God, I've been like, okay, Lord, you've given me the desires of my heart. Now I just want to do your will. What is your will in my life? And I strongly believe like just in a few months, my life has transitioned where I will now be teaching come August. I'll be teaching middle schoolers. So now it's just like, okay, I'm just praying, Lord Jesus, let it be a good school year. I just pray that, you know, he just makes it, everything happen. Like, Put everything in place, Lord God, because this is where you have taken me and this is where you have led me. So that's a little bit about myself. I am a teacher. I, I love children. I have, I believe that the Lord has just been with me throughout. I'm not saying my life is perfect. Oh, Lord Jesus, I pray to God every single day. <laughs> but it's just like, I just feel like this is where the Lord is right. taking me at this moment. That is awesome. That's so awesome to hear. Yeah. So we invited you on because you have written a book. And so what is the book about and what inspired you to write the book? And go ahead and tell us the title. So, okay. So my book title is, Will You Take Me? And I do have a testimony about the way this book took form. So my testimony starts off with my 3 a.m. conversation with God. And so I was just talking to him. I, I am divorced. My Again, I was at a point where I was still at the point in my life, my conversation with God, I, it was all happening after my divorce. And I remember a conversation that I had with my mom and she told me, you know, you need to write down your short-term goals and you need to write down your long-term goals. So I still have that list that I wrote on, on my phone. And I wrote, I want to be a book author. And well, that nightly prayer that I had with the Lord, it was like that prayer, like at 3 a.m., I start my prayer conversation. I'm just talking with God. And I was like sharing those goals with him that I had written on my phone. And I remember just talking to God. And I remember the words telling God, but what I would really love to be 
is a children's book author. Immediately I got out of bed and I went to my prayer closet and I wrote down the words to this book. When I published this book, it was practically word for word of what I wrote that night. Wow. And immediately after I wrote these words, it was just a, on a composition notebook. I got out of my, clo- my closet. I went to bed and I just started thanking God. And I was like, thank you, Lord. I thank you for these words. And I know it was you. And then I remember telling Lord, the Lord, but I don't have just one child. I have another child. Immediately, I got out of bed again, went to my prayer closet, turned the page and wrote out my other mm. book. And then again, just thank God, went to my bed. And then again in my prayer, because I was so excited. I remember that the feeling that I had. And then I remember saying, but Lord, I don't just have two children. I have three children. I got out of bed again, <laughs> went to my prayer closet, and I wrote my last book. And then I went back to bed, and I just thanked God. And that was it. And did, it, did this book happen instantly? No. It took a good year or so for it to just take formation. Mm-hmm. But God made it happen. I want to say in the length of three months, I just saw God moving and putting people in place and letting things take its time and its course for this book to be publicized. So I honestly believe that it was of the Lord because I know that conversation I had with the Lord that right. night. Right. And that's that's how this book came to be. <laughs> so, and, and what is it about? So this book, it says, will you take me? And it's, if you look at the cover, it has a train. You, you see kids and they're playing with the train track. So it says train up a child with train up a child series. So to me, it has a double meaning. They're playing with the train for a reason. Because it's like letting the parents know, hey, you have that responsibility to train up your child in the ways of the Lord, just like the scripture says. So it does have that double meaning right there in it. I don't want to give too much into it and like and explain it, but the child is saying, take me somewhere, you know, and being a faith based book at the end of it. It's just really leading a child to Christ. If you read the book, it is a very great way for a simple way for a parent to lead a child to Christ. And if a parent does not want to take that responsibility, it is a simple enough book for that child to find Christ on its own. I'll be buying one right away. (laughs) Yeah, the back of your book talks a little bit about... um, what's in it, a little description of it. And I just read the first sentence of it, or the first two sentences. Of all the places your child wants to Mm -hmm. go, this is the place they desire to be. As parents, we should have the same desire. It is our responsibility. And and I appreciate that. And I think that has two meanings because when you look at it, you think of, oh, and you read the whole thing, it's talking about taking a child to church. But in reality, it's talking about 
uh, bringing them before the Lord to receive salvation to, cause that's the place they, that we're responsible of to show them of where they need to be exactly. because then eternity is secure for them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The other question I had is the book cover does also say, like you mentioned, train up a child series. So I didn't know until you just mentioned that, that you had two other books yeah. that are for your other children. So are these following this one? And it's all about just training up the child, right? Exactly. Yes. Is that right? So do are those ones aren't published yet? They are not published yet. I'm just trusting in God through this process and believing in his promises and hoping, uh, like I said, this is something completely new to me as far as the industry of mm -hmm. publishing. And I want to just take it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. But just again, like I said, just trusting in God's right. promises. So most of our audience, Jess, is beyond the children in the house situation as far as small children. Most of us are already grandparenting or looking towards grandparenting. Uh, some of us in this podcast are praying for grandparenting live. <laughs> That's right. You, Asha. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, so we think this would be a great gift for grandchildren, either to read when they're in your home or maybe send it to their parents to read. Do you think this would be a good tool for unchurched families or just Christian families are kind of the focus? Well, I believe that naturally kids are more receptive to the spiritual realm. So that's why it's titled, Will You Take Me? And just like Asha said that it is very, it's very true. A child seeks that deep connection to Christ. They have thousands of questions constantly about all subjects. And of course, those spiritual questions will come up. So it's time for parents to wake up. If you read the book, there is that double meaning as well about waking up and parents need to embrace that spiritual responsibility. So to the unchurched families, it's just like it says in the word of God in Joshua, he reminded the people everything God delivered them from. However, the verse, verse 15, it states, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, we will serve mm -hmm. the Lord. That's why I believe that, yes, it is Amen. for the unchurched yeah. as well. With this said, again, yes, mm -hmm. yeah. it yeah. is for the unchurched. You have a choice, but also remember that spiritual responsibility you have for your child. And regardless if there's a prodigal son that has turned away from the ways of the Lord that we taught them because we did train them up in the ways of the Lord, they have to look for answers about Christ because, again, those questions are going to come up. Your grandchildren are going to ask those questions. Exactly. They're, especially if you're giving that. That's right. Putting in that seed. They're going to have those questions, those unavoidable questions that the parents may not want to ask. And I strongly believe that. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is as well that we want the people to realize that there's an enemy out there that's wanting to take our children. And there's a lot of media and a lot of friends that don't have this upbringing. And in reality, there's a lot of our children as parents of adult children who are not following the Lord at this time. And this can also minister to them as well. They might even not even think about the responsibility of the spiritual realm, but 
if we are able to share this with our grandchildren or put it in their hands, then maybe it might stir something within the parents as well. Yes. Another question I had was, what would you say your biggest hope or vision for this series is? And I think you've already talked a little bit about it, but of all things, what do you hope that will be the fruit of it? First of all, it's just to lead kids to Christ. It would be my joy to know a kid asks Jesus to come into their hearts, especially like you said, if if a parent who reads this, if they don't take that that spiritual responsibility, it this is an easy read. A child can read this, and it's a short read. So it's set up to lead kids to Christ. It opens the topics for parents to lead their child towards salvation. And if not, when a child reads this, I pray they ask Jesus to come into their heart. Mm-hmm. Second of all, this book is to bless, bless the church. If you read this book, I believe that it can strengthen families at church. It can strengthen a new mother who is trying to... I, it's, I know it's been a while for us as mothers because, you know, we haven't had these children there, but they had questions. I remember that I, when I became a mother, I, there was it was an unknown. I did not know how to mother. So this is a great guide for those mothers to be as well. So I, I pray to God that it reaches, it reaches those people that need that a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, I do want to help us close out this great interview, but I wanted to say that yesterday I was with a colleague of mine. We were on a business, just a day business trip to go to go see some property. And he's probably about 12, 15 years younger than me. And his kids are six and nine. And I said to him, if you can do anything right right now, it'd be one, encourage your children's faith because you have faith because God has shown himself to you, but you probably protect your kids from the harm. Like they don't know when you're trying to piece together rent. They don't know when you go to the grocery store and you're praying, God, give me enough money for food. You don't tell kids that. So their faith is not growing the way your faith is growing. So I said, read the Bible, even on the way to school, turn on the Bible app and let it read to them the word over their life. If you don't have time to sit in Bible study for breakfast and then teach them a work ethic, but you know, don't, don't let go of that because really as parents, we can get so busy when they're small working on science fair projects, doing laundry, packing lunches, and we think they're catching it, but it is not that it's not as contagious as we assume. I like what you said because, you know, right now as a parent to adult children, I do try to have those conversations with my children as well because, you know, you're talking about faith and I'm trusting in the Lord. I try to have that conversation. Hey, look at what God did in my life. They don't know the prayers that I had. It doesn't matter what it was, if it was a financial prayer or if it was about me seeking the Lord and and seeking his direction when it came to me having this transition in my life. That's where I had to have that conversation with my kids. And I had to say, this is what God did. Let me show you how God moved in my life. Like I have to have those conversations and those reminders to my children as well. And it didn't take a long time. 
but I need them to see that that same God that I taught them as a child is still moving in my life right now. And I need, I need them to know that that's, that's who the God that you served as a child when I used to take you to church is the same God that's moving in my life right now. So whether you are going to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, or any, any, any day of the week, I need you to know that God is still, is still moving in your Mm -hmm. life, you know? And that you can trust him. Yeah. And exactly. And that's, that's so good. I will send our kids texts. We're like, what can I pray about for you this week? Because you feel like you know everything. They call you they, when they have time for you, whatever. But, but just making them stop and think, what is it I need in my life right now? And sometimes they'll give us a prayer request for themselves. Yeah. And sometimes they'll, they'll think of a friend or somebody at work that's struggling that they bring up. And then we're their prayer partner. And then when the answers come, they know that right. they have a prayer partner. I love that. Exactly. And then oftentimes we also will just send them scripture or, or our own prayer that God puts on our heart for them. We'll send that to them as well. Um, so, yeah, that's an important part of it as well. Yeah. Well, Jess, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be praying for your book and God's call for you. And we know that your goal is to publish those other books. And we just pray that you are fearless in the endeavor that God has put in your heart because he put that in you and then you verbalized it. And then he granted you those, those prayer requests that you had. Right. And where can our listeners go to get a copy of this book? So yes, it is available through Amazon. You can search it up just through the title, Will You Take Me? You can also through Walmart and Barnes and Noble. Again, just search the title. Also, if parents have a subscription through Yippee, kids can have unlimited access to my automated version of the book. And it's a really nice way to read the book. You can also follow me on Instagram. It's jessicahernandez.author. I also have book bundles available for churches because I've been blessed to know that some churches have taken this book and they've handed it as for baby dedications in their church or moms to be. They've gifted those as well. So I love that some churches have embraced that. So I'm willing to do those book bundles for churches. If you're interested, just contact me again through Instagram. It's jessicahernandez.author. I am a teacher, so I love to do read aloud. So if you have any kids events that are going on in your churches, I would love to that opportunity to minister and do that read aloud. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much again for joining us. And I'm just going to close in prayer right now. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you put your desires upon our heart. And because of that, your glory shines. We thank you for Jessica Hernandez right now that you have placed this call upon her to reach the children in the world. And Lord, that you are using her as a vessel for your glory. We just pray that you would anoint her. We pray that you would give her favor. We pray, Lord, that her words that are really your words that she wrote down in this book would penetrate the hearts of the children that read it. And we pray, Lord God, that you would just have her book be spread out throughout this country and that kids would just find joy in it and be able to see your face. And we just ask that you would just minister to the hearts and souls of our listeners that are listening right now, that you would just stir their hearts, Lord, to minister unto the children of this world, the next generation. 
and that you would just give them this tool and other tools to be able to reach our children for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Well, thank you for joining us today. Whether you're a grandparent, serving in ministry at church with children, or just really praying about the next generation, you've got this, Mama.